everywhere for you. Hyrule is under attack. What are you doing? Well, excuse me, princess. I've been listening to Virtual Theater's episodes all about The Legend of Zelda cartoon. They're both hilarious and insightful. Okay, Link, I guess you're off the hook. I've heard that Virtual Theater is a podcast that only covers video game leads. Why haven't I seen this episode released yet? Because this is a Patreon-exclusive set of 13 episodes. This is only being released to patrons, along with other great bonus content. Well, don't just dilly-dally, Link. I know of all the great episodes available for free over at soundcloud.com forward slash virtual theater. But tell me where I can sign up to get these bonus episodes. Over at patreon.com forward slash virtual theater, of course. You know, princess, I think all this info deserves a kiss. Not a chance, Link. I gotta go get those Legend of Zelda cartoon exclusive episodes. I'll see you later. Well, excuse me. Champions cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri, and as always, joined by Alison Aletha. Al, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I, I had a major adulting weekend. I was responsible. It was a good weekend, but hot. Uh, I saw that you were doing a little bit of cooking last night, which is very on topic for today because we've got some very special guests joining the show. We have got Amy and Walter Wood, the authors of the unofficial Legend of Zelda cookbook. How you guys doing? Oh, we're doing very well. We're, we're doing great, Andy. Thanks for having us. Hey, anytime. Uh, glad that you guys could uh, could pop in and chat with us today. Uh, we've been, you know, we've been looking forward to this episode for a little while. Uh, Allison was doing some cooking last night. She got her her buttered her buttered buttered apples. Is that yeah, hot ball? buttered apples. Ooh, how did yeah, you like them? Hot buttered apples. Easy for me to say. <laughs> uh, so she she was doing some cooking last night. I have to admit, it was making my uh, my tummy rumble a little bit. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, we're glad to have you guys on and talk some food. That one fills the house with such a good, like, cinnamony, like, smell, too. Oh, yeah. Like, roasting apples. Like, it's a very fall. It's okay that you're making it during the summer, but it's a very good <laughs> fall recipe. It's practice. Fall's coming up. And yeah, so it's true. It's yeah, it's spooky time already. It's August 2nd. <laughs> and to be honest, like, we'll, we'll be talking about it a little later in the show, and it was just something that I could do that was easy, you know, the day before so that we could talk about it today. So we'll get all into that later. Well, I'm there excited to see um, how you enjoyed it. Yes. Yeah, I was I was telling Allison yesterday. I was like, you know, I would love to be able to make this stuff, but I feel like I can barely even cook KD, let alone some of the uh, some of the like expert stuff that's in this book. So I'm just gonna live vicariously through Allison. <laughs> um, you you guys, I guess uh, the first thing that I want to chat about, and you know, actually maybe I'll back up and and go even further back here. Um, you guys just tell us a little bit about your book, how it came together, the moment that you were just like, hey, like, let's make this a thing. Um, walk us through that creation process. Yeah, well, uh, a few years ago, actually, this starts like really far back in that like the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time was just the game that made me into a nerd, I would say, like just very influential on my life. That whole series was very influential. Um, but three years ago, or wow, three and three and some change years ago, Breath of the Wild came out. 
And this game had me like very hooked. And I, we were noticing, Walter and I, that we played very differently this game because I would just go and gather ingredients <laughs> and then experiment and try to make all of the different foods. And like so many of these foods just sounded so good. There's like curry rice, salmon mayonnaise, like seafood paella. And I'm just like, I, I need this in real life. I need this right now. Um, and what was really funny is I feel like Amy, she might have taken like twice as long to finish the game. And the whole time I was kind of narrating her adventure as if I was a professional chef, like on the Iron Chef or something. So I'm in the back like Guy Fieri, like, yeah, just add some sauce to that. And it kind of became <laughs> this running gag. And then eventually we were like, man, I really wish we could make this stuff. Well, we started. We I I don't even remember what recipe we started with, um, but we started just, I think it was curry. I think, I think it was we, curry. I think we started curry. And we hadn't really made curry as adults. Like just as a kid, I never really enjoyed the flavor um but as an adult we we started exploring um all these recipes i think we got to like about a dozen um and i realized wait a second this is like a chapter of a book we could we could make this a cookbook and i had the unofficial harry potter cookbook and so i knew that it was in in some way like copyright legal to be able to make a cookbook inspired by um like a book or a right. video game or something. And we loved that cookbook and it was fantastic. Exactly, and so yeah. we wanted um, to make something like it, essentially. But I'm a bit of a completionist. And <laughs> and before you ask, no, I have not collected all the Korok seeds because I refuse to cheat. And I don't know where they are. <laughs> it's so frustrating. Do you know how many recipes are in Breath of the Wild alone? Oh like, it's, it's over 100. It's like 120 or something. It's like a lot. And when you're making a recipe, like there's a testing process, there's an experimentation phase, there's like taste testing, there's like actually writing the recipe so other people can understand what you what you did. Right. Um, and it was just, it was a chore. But eventually we finished every single Breath of the Wild recipe. Uh, and I was like, okay, all right, I've got, I've got enough for a book, like this is it. And then in the back of my mind, I was like, you have not even touched a single entry from the rest of the Legend of Zelda series. Right. This there would be go. a travesty. You can't let this happen. You are a perfectionist. There needs to be every single recipe. And I hadn't really included, I did all the food stuff, but not any of the drink stuff. And like, how can I not include like red potion or like- Chateau Romani. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and so we, I, I like, this was like a year and a half ago. Oh no, I'm sorry. Two two years ago? I, I think it I think it was about two years ago. And then I think what had kind of pushed us is I, at the time I was replaying Majora's Mask, which, oh my is, God, which yes. is something I do like every two years, just because I'm obsessed with that game. I think it's like kind of the darker Zelda. There's a lot of tragedy and it really experiments with like kind of a lot of really heavy themes that maybe the other games don't mm. go into as much. Mm. And I was kind of going through the game and I kept noticing all the food. And I was like, Amy, yeah, we have to add this in. Have to, I know, I just <laughs> had like this growing list of foods. And to be fair, like I I used um, Zelda, it was like a Zelda Wikipedia, zeldagamepedia.com, zelda.gamepedia.com. Um, they have a really amazing like list of all the Zelda foods and like various other, mm -hmm. like everything that has been included uh, generally in like, the entirety of the series. And so I was working my way, like making sure that I got everything on the list, almost. Um, there there are a couple recipes that are missing, um, but it's actually due to like legal stuff. So Nintendo actually has a like Yito's pumpkin soup. Do you remember this? Like there's like just, just this disgusting. Yeah, there's actually a, a Yeto's bar in Maine that uh, one of our, our former co-hosts went to and he frequents all the time actually. Oh my yeah. God. 
Wait, do they serve the soup? I You know, I, I can't know. remember. But they have like okay. very heavily Zelda themed, Twilight Princess themed like menu items that look fantastic. Okay. Cuz it's supposed to be pumpkin and fish and goat cheese. Right. And something else disgusting. <laughs> and like I could like number one, like I'm not even going to try to make this recipe delicious. Um and there was an official version and I didn't want to like put an official like something that had already had an official version and so i just decided to leave it out right um yeah um but we put i mean basically everything we could put we did i mean we even there's a there's black chew jelly so we have a chew jelly chapter Mm -hmm. and black chews only exist if you go into the game files before you're like wait a second chew jelly um they're preserved so it's like jam um i've got like a really delicious strawberry jalapeno jam that's a red chew jelly and so oh gosh, i realized yeah. that they're not supposed to it's so good they're so good it's so ah. good there's a lemon one for the yellow chews um i even include a green chew which uh is only in the in the game that it's yeah but the, like the <laughs> like there are literally recipes that only exist in like files that you have to hack to get to but we found out about them and we were like okay we have to make we a black chew jelly that's the yeah. coolest thing it's like what blueberries or something like that uh, yeah. blackberries no 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 the, the black one is um chocolate based oh it actually. is chocolate based you're right yeah, yes. it was chocolate yes. and something else um because the blueberry one was blue though it doesn't look very blue um I, it's very difficult to make something the, look the, blue without like all the adding. others all the others look legit and yeah, they're like purely organic ingredients uh, no my favorite chapter uh was no, I don't even know if it's my favorite chapter. One of our, our favorite to test was um, I have a fire cooking chapter because in Breath of the Wild, you're running around like cooking on fires. Yeah, right? you're over a stove. Like, yeah, there, and there's like a ton of recipes that's just, oh, roasted mushroom, roasted durian, roasted like all sorts of like you're just putting it over a fire, roasted bird. Um, and so we have a bunch of, of like fire based recipes where you actually go and cook it over a fire. So, Amy, I had, I had a question for you, and something that you mentioned that I, I kind of thought was interesting. Um, you kind of mentioned, like, you, you had the Harry Potter book, and you knew that there was a way to, like, make something that was a licensed product, but uh, it, get around maybe any, any legal, any kind of stuff. Did you ever have any, like, pushback from Nintendo or anything like that, or was it kind of smooth sailing? Because I know that they've been kind of, like, kind of prickly about their, their IPs and stuff like that before. So when I saw this project and, like, it was finally at completion. I was like, this is awesome. But like, did you ever have that kind of, that pushback a little bit? Uh, no, actually it was completely smooth sailing, but that's because I, I really did my research beforehand. So I went to an IP based law firm. I like pitched my whole project. They did a little bit of research and they came back and said, Nope, you, you're totally good. Um, because so you can't preemptively say something is fair use. Fair use is only a, arguments to be used in court and there are four bases for um, something being called fair use um our cookbook because i'm not making a zelda game so this is where people get into a lot of tricky problems like oh i'm making a zelda like inspired video game um it's just i'm just gonna slap the unofficial thing nintendo has to go after these people in order to protect their own copyright if they let even one person go and make a zelda based game they lose that ability to like retain their copyright over their legal ip um, and on that point, Andy, you know, I'm sure you're familiar with a lot of the Zelda modding scene. Like the mm-hmm. missing missing yeah. link is actually a really uh. great mod uh, for Majora's Mask, I believe, or Ocarina. And, um, you know, that one just came out and they're getting a lot of heat from Nintendo. The reason why Nintendo comes down really hard on those fan-made mods is because they're really close analogs to what they do. 
because um, it's a game. Exactly. Whereas right, I'm and, and that only kind of applies to games, I guess, right? Yes, exactly. So if you're taking a material and then making something off of it, so if I took the um, the Joy of Cooking, which is a famous cookbook, um, and then I said, oh, oh, the unofficial Joy of Cooking, like inspired by the Joy of Cooking, that would be a legal issue. Mm-hmm. But if I took that cookbook and then made a video game based off of it, that would be fine. Exactly. It's as long as I said unofficial media. and things, yeah. Gotcha. Cool. So, like, what did, you know, so you got all the recipes, you're doing all the research, you've, you've went to all the different games, you got, also you got some Minish Cap in there, which I loved. Some yes. yes. <laughs> so you, you got all your recipes, and you're just like, okay, like, now I'm going to put it into book form. Like, what is... What does that look like? The uh, kind of walk us through the process of like, like how you get all that that information, and you like you're formatting it to be a book. You've got you know you decide that you're gonna have the two separate editions of the book. Um, like what what does that process kind of look like? And did you have uh, was it just you two, or were there some other people kind of helping you out along the way? Uh, so it was just me, and then Walter was helping with like the marketing and uh, thank you the packaging side. I'm that. like I'm like a glorified taste tester. She's the brilliant one. I'm oh just... yeah, you did do taste testing. <laughs> like some really gross taste testing too. So good job, thank you for that. Um, even when I was like unwilling to try this, here you try this. Honey. Actually, you know what? I have to say really quick too that I loved that there was like the dubious food in there too because I was imagining like maybe not every maybe not every recipe is a success, such as it isn't in Breath of the Wild. I cooked a lot of dubious food. So yeah. I, I loved that that was in the book. We have to include it. It's So that one is like a chia almond vanilla pudding um, with like blueberries and raspberries. So it's like this chunky green, oh, and matcha as well. So it's like a green tea, like green, lumpy, like, do I really want to eat this? Oh, and then like, you know how there are bones sticking out for dubious food? Uh, it's actually a white chocolate mm-hmm. bone with mm-hmm. like raspberry lemon marrow filling. It's pretty good. And it's so good. <laughs> I'm like so proud of that recipe. Um, Andy, we tried really hard to try to figure out a way to make it like pixelated and we did not succeed, but we well, made no, it delicious. I, I think I kind of succeeded with chia. Did. So like when you, uh, like chia seed kind of becomes these tiny little lumps and mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. use different sizes of chia. I did my best. I'm offended. Chill lo-fi chia seeds <laughs> to relax and study too. Yeah, is that what? Okay. <laughs> um, there you go. But yeah, yeah. Take us through how like the book came together though. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, as I was compiling these recipes, at first I was just using like my like pages, like MacBook file system. And then I turned over to um, Adobe InDesign and Adobe Illustrator, uh, probably about halfway through the process. And so I was creating the formatting for the cookbook um, while I was making the recipes for the cookbook. And so after a while I had like a template for each recipe and I would fill in, oh, here's the game guide. So like this one is from Ocarina of Time, but it's also mentioned in Majora's Mask. Here's like my little subtitle for the recipe explaining what it is. Here are the ingredients, here's the directions. And then I would just fill things in as I went along. Um, but there, there weren't anybody, (laughs) there, there wasn't anybody else on the project except for um, I hired an artist for our signature page for the master editions. Her name is Brittany Wheeland and she's a watercolor artist in Utah. Um, her and her wife are so cute. And uh, she did this beautiful little like Hyrulean inspired shield um, and like little lilies that are like silent princesses around it. And that's the page that I sign for the master editions. And so that is one person. And thank you so much, Brittany. I love it so much. Um, she was fantastic to work with and I, I know we're probably going to get to this later but I think we will be working with her again hopefully yeah. on a secret, super secret project that I'm, a super secret I'm project sure is, it, is it secret I'm, sure I don't even, I'm allowed to talk about it uh, but we'll get to that but the cover design and everything else um, I did all of that myself 
Uh, I took a few classes in college that were related to logo design, and it's not too far off, and so I didn't really want to pay anybody to do it because I wanted to keep it to be like a small Kickstarter project. And if you have sure. too many people, you're just paying so many different people, um, and then you have to charge more per book. And I wanted to keep it as low as possible because it's a fan-based project, and I wanted fans to be able to to see it. Oh, and then you're... You, you asked a standard edition and master edition. Yeah, so um, my vision for the book was always like this leather tome that you would find in the Hyrule or like the Hylian Royal Library that would right. have like ribbon bookmarks and like gilded page edging, just like this this incredible thing. And I, I did not ever think that this would be remotely possible. However, I had a dream. Uh, so I started with the standard edition and that's just a print on demand, really easy hardback book. Um, they're like cheap ish to uh like manufacture um and then the company itself can print them on demand so like an order comes in company prints it and then they send it directly to the customer eventually so i haven't had that set up quite yet but eventually that would be the thing right now i'm packaging everything i'm sorry walter's packaging everything (laughs) (laughs) Um, i feel uh, like zelda santa it's great (laughs) yeah and so that's like a more accessible like standard edition cookbook and that one's only 29 dollars um, versus the master edition, I included that with the Kickstarter um, with a like a gated entry point. So like I can only right. really order a master edition if we have 500 people do it. Um, right. And like it wasn't leather at first. It didn't have ribbon bookmarks at first. It didn't have gilded page edging. It didn't have the gold foil stamping or even like the embossing. It didn't have like anything. It didn't have good paper. Um, but as more and more people signed up to have the master edition with the Kickstarter, more and more of these things became suddenly viable. And so I just added every single option the company would let me onto this one book. So what's hilarious about that is our, our printing partner. Um, this is actually the first time someone has used like every single add-on they have. Yes, and it took was... a long time because of that. So we had like um, a... It's like a curved spine uh-huh. with raised bands because, like, you've got to have that old world tome look, um, tomb, right. tome, yeah. uh, and that plus the leather plus the emboss, and it's not actual le- actual leather; it's faux leather. But like everything all together, they had never done that before, um, and they had they had a few like headaches in production and stuff. I'm so sorry. Yeah, we have some very interesting misprints that we're going to figure know, out yeah, what to do I don't with know very what to soon. Do with this, this <laughs> Poor, poor books. Um, but it actually happened. Like, the Master Edition is, like, my dream come true, what I had imagined the cookbook could look like and, like, would be at home in the Hylian Royal Library. And that's that's all I wanted. Like, I feel so satisfied and with my life. I can die now. We, <laughs> we had a wonderful time with Kickstarter, too. The community was yeah, so oh supportive. We still have a Discord, and people are in the Discord every day, like, posting about their recipes, posting all these pictures. Like, I cry so much about, like, the messages that I get from people about this book. Like, oh. You know, I, I actually, I want to ask you guys about that uh, and just kind of get your reaction to uh, to Kickstarter because, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the Kickstarter right now, and uh, it's, it's obviously exceeded all expectations, yes. but it, it's crazy to see that, like, you know, the first goal was was three thousand dollars, and then the second <laughs> the second goal was six thousand, and we're currently sitting at like, you know, eighty seven thousand dollars. Like, what's your what's your reaction when you see this like blowing up and people are coming in droves towards you know making this project a reality? 
we were crying for like a full month. So the, the Kickstarter is like a 30 day experience. And imagine over the course of 30 days, like it just keeps on picking up steam and you're like, it has to stop, right? Like each time we were like, oh my God, we made it to $5,000. Like, this is amazing. Like, I can't believe that this has happened. <gasps> we made it to $10,000. I can't believe, like, it was just like so much emotion at every single step. And like more and more, like I, cause I wanted to reward these people. Like all these people were like, we're posting everywhere online. I have a picture of a man in Australia in the middle of the outback who nailed a poster of the cookbook to a tree. <laughs> it, like, people were insane all over the world, like, showing me pictures of posters put up in cafes and, like, little, like, gaming dens and, like, all these places. Like, these people, like, I am so thankful. Like, I cannot believe how big the Kickstarter managed to grow. Um, yeah, Andy, I mean, like from a marketing perspective, I'm going to be honest, like we didn't really have some grand master plan to reach people. Most of what we did was say, hey, like if you think this project's cool, share it with someone who you think would also think it's cool. <laughs> we had a mm -hmm. quest system. So uh, I like if you shared it with a friend in the thank you section of the cookbook, I would make your name like bold. <laughs> And we put little heart heart containers. <laughs> and we put little hearts that you could like earn through quests over the Kickstarter. So if you like shared it on social media, if you actually got a friend to go and uh, like support the Kickstarter, um, you got like a little thing next to your name. And so like it's all just hearts next cool. to your name. But people did a lot of stuff for those hearts. We wanted to um, make it kind of like a game, and that because was... it's a game. Oh exactly. yeah, if you started a replay um, and like posted about it in our Discord, you got a little heart. Like. It was cute. I think that we had a ton of fun with all those people. <laughs> One of our um, Discorders got so many people to play Skyward Sword because, oh like, my God, yeah. <laughs> there's a whole replay of that, yeah. Um, and then as people were waiting, like, we started releasing early recipes so people could try it out on the Discord, get some feedback that way. Um, but during the Kickstarter, yeah, all those stretch goals, all like, we have an entire chapter um, with just recipes that would not have existed mm -hmm. um, without like the push for the community the the community push i don't know um exactly the cookbook would not exist how it looks or how large it is today without 1511 people who thought it was worth taste testing went on a little cooking adventure with us thank you guys if you're listening now I love yeah you. that is that is fantastic I, I always love to see like the the projects that kind of have like these more humble beginnings just really take off you can i, I don't know to me it's like it's really rewarding to see like cool Zelda ideas rewarded by cool Zelda fans, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And meeting so many like interesting and cool people too. That's been the best part. Yeah. Like there are so many friends. I mean, it's COVID so we can't really travel, but we have kind of convention meetup plans now with the Discord yeah. to like, hey guys, like we're going to be here. Like let's, let's meet. Everyone well, I've met has been like, amazing. Three people. Now three people. I have met a person and then they find out that I'm the cookbook person. <laughs> that is insane. You wrote I, the unofficial Legend of Zelda cookbook? It was cookbook? so weird. <laughs> we met a neighbor and he was like, like shoveling snow. Um, we were like, hi, like, how are you? And then later he found out that we did the cookbook and his wife had ordered a, he, like they had already backed the cookbook. Like I, it was insane. It was it's really just, funny. Like, I can't understand <laughs> um, the scope that like Zelda people are all over the world and the world is very small actually. I would, yeah, I agree with that. Like as a, as a fan, I just love that we live in an age where you can put something online and somebody else who likes it can share it. And that's how like viral things happen, how things blow up. You know, 20 years ago, the like this wasn't a thing. We couldn't really communicate with each other that well. But now we can all communicate with something as cool as like a themed cookbook for something that we all love. So I just think that's awesome. Um, I have a question for you guys. 
I was wondering um, which, probably which game or maybe even which recipe was the most difficult for you guys to put together. And then pro- also, like, what was the easiest one to put together? Hmm. Okay, well, technically Breath of the Wild, because that's the most recipes in one place. Like, that was the vast majority of the recipes. What was the but... ma- the master edition recipe? Yeah, so the master recipes, so the master edition has a chapter, um, seven recipes um, that are all, like, very difficult. We're talking, like, French cuisine, high cuisine. Like, you need to know a lot about cooking in order to make these right. But that's the point. It's the boss of the book. Because Exa- you have to include a boss chapter. Exactly. And we had added these in after the original cookbook was written, but for, as our stretch goals on Kickstarter. And so we mm-hmm. did a lot of research to make these happen. And not only that, but our skills had really grown between the start of the project and the end of the project because we had really grown as both chefs and also, like, people who can design really good recipes. So we wanted to, it to be a stretch for our like obviously the ones who bought the cookbook but also for ourselves Mm. and I remember some of those recipes were really challenging like we had to prepare ingredients we had to like do a lot of research and figuring out how to make them work and I'm really happy with how they came out I don't know which one specifically though Amy do you you'll, you'll know more than me what was the one that was like? I don't know. Well, like I did a ton of research into the, I don't, I'm, I'm going to like butcher what it's called, but it's like Zonai Chikokotl. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but it's a Mexican, or actually it's not. It's an Aztec-based um, chocolate drink. It yes. Is, but spiced drink. Um and this already sounds way too hard for you. <laughs> so Andy, Andy, one one thing I do want to say, both to you and to anyone else listening, I very I'm a really big fan of Cheap Lazy Vegan. If you've ever heard of that of that website, it's like really easy cooking that is healthy and you can do on a budget. And I really we did a, we tried very hard to make as much of the food in this book as easy as possible. So I promise like the really hard stuff is only like 2% of the book. Most of it's pretty easy. You don't yeah. need any special training or and I, I, I like that it was like the boss battle. I think that's a good good, uh, comparison. Well, you need to make it hard at the end of the book. Like, I I think, yeah, the people who chose to have a master version, like, they are the type to want to become master chef. Right. Um, And I think, yeah, I think that that definitely happened towards the end. We've had a few people try the master chapter at this point. I don't think every recipe has been tried yet. Um, That we know of. That we know of, yeah. And we we tried very hard to... um, we're health nuts a bit. Um, and so we right. enjoy having like a, a scientifically led, mostly plant-based diet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of the recipes, I mean, obviously like, oh, uh, roast bird, like that that one's not vegan. Um, <laughs> but a lot of them are or, or lean heavily towards um, more plant-based. A ton of the dessert chapter is actually secretly plant-based. Because um, I think a lot of people forget that like almond milk tastes better than other milk when used in a dessert format. Um, yeah. Yeah, we tried to make it as kind of open as possible. There's markings on all of them. I think for kosher, for vegan, for vegetarian. Uh, it's actually right. yeah, gluten free. Gluten free. Gluten free. Um, I thought about including a kosher marker, but I didn't. And now people are going to be upset that you mentioned. That oh no! Well, the challenge <laughs> the challenge with kosher was it kind of depended on your tradition, which is why yeah, we why we yeah. couldn't do it. Um, um, but yeah, we mark vegetarian and vegan and gluten free all mm-hmm. specifically on each recipe. Yep. Um, and we have a ton of alternatives too because some people are allergic to nuts. Like how how do you how do you? That's deal me. With this? Yeah. That's 
that's what yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, and so, so I try every recipe that includes that. I, I do try to give some sort of alternative because mm-hmm. um, it's important. Allison, and like, I, are you are you going to make some master uh, some master food over here anytime soon? I mean, <laughs> um, I I also am not the greatest cook in the world, so that's again <laughs> that's why I chose something easy to cook from the book. But um, I was saying uh, to Andy yesterday that I think definitely on special occasions this is a challenge that i would love to undergo is to pick something kind of fancy and something a little bit out of my league and give it a try yeah i've been one of the most satisfying things about the project so far has been to give like people who bought this book is just kind of like oh, i'm gonna buy it for decoration and we have a lot of friends who don't really cook that much and we're always telling them hey like you can save a lot of money by cooking you can get really healthy because you know what's going in they're your food. finally doing it they're like, finally cooking. Are actually cooking it's amazing nice. um and like i have a whole list of like the the first chapter in the beginning is a list of uh, menus um and like paired recipes so if you are like oh hey like i'm looking to like make like a romantic valentine's day dinner like hey like i have a like heart container based menu for you if you wanted to have that um which is nice i don't know i think having more opportunities to cook is is good yeah allison i know you want to say something but i just want to say something really quick too um i i think that what you said actually is is probably very true like i think like a lot of people um, might even be like, you know, I really want this as a Zelda fan for like a collector. But then since you have it, it's like, okay, well, like, well, I have it. I might as well try and start cooking too. It's so like, I, you know, I could very easily see that being me. It's like, I don't love to cook, but like, I got this cool cookbook. So like, why might as well give it a shot. So it's almost like, it's almost like you're kind of doing both. Like you're getting cooking fans to like get into Zelda and you're getting Zelda fans to get into cooking. So it's kind of, a, it's kind of like a cool meeting in the middle almost. That's exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I think sure. most people just need an excuse to cook. I yeah, I would agree with that. I know a lot of people find it really easy, you know, just to go and pick something up. But if you have something as cool, like I said earlier, something that we all love because we're all Zelda fans, and you have like a Zelda-inspired cookbook, I mean, why not cook something out of it? That's awesome. Um, I think my next question was: uh, Is there a recipe from every Zelda game? And on top of that, I know Andy would like to know is what made you guys decide to include some recipes from Tingle's Rosy Rupee Land? <laughs> well, I have a lot of questions about Tingle's Rosy Rupee Land. So you, you answer the, the first question. We'll get to that after. Andy, I think everyone on Earth who knows about it has a lot of questions about Tingle's Rosy Rupee Land, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is there, is there a recipe from every game? I, I think there must be every game that had food that we could recognize yeah, well, and I, even some items i turned into food products because right. yeah i know is oracle of seasons in there I, i'm i'm sure i, I feel like there be. was one of the game boy advance games we didn't have anything appropriate that wasn't already covered by the other games some right. some recipes do repeat like hey this is present in a lot of stuff yeah um and, but i think that we even have like going like all the way to like the first game like i'm pretty sure like gold potion came from that game yeah but maybe i'm like a bunch like, of the potions and things are all. It's a really good question that I should probably. That is a great question. To. I actually I, like. <laughs> I, I think the answer is yes. I, I feel like we have almost everything. At least everything that we could find and that didn't already have like an official version. Um, yeah, and then uh, I'm trying to think. I, of mean, like, I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I was shocked to see uh, Tingle's Rosy Rupee Land in there, and and then <laughs> I was shocked to see it have like 
like more than one kind of entry in there. Like it, it's Allison, I think it was what on like uh, like at least five or so. Yeah, that I uh, yeah, entries in there. that I sent you. Um, <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna yeah. go through the entire book and send him a picture for these. So, <laughs> I'm I'm a big fan of Tingle's Rosy Ruby Line. I actually like legitimately love that game. I think it's a lot of fun. Have you guys ever ever gotten your hands on it, or were you just like? You know, we heard of this game. It's weird. We got to get something from it inside this book. So I've played it. And all I'm going to say in a public situation is that it reminds me like the Star Wars Christmas special, but for Zelda, but in a good way. Like all the best parts of that. That's fantastic. (laughs) My boy boy Tingle. Never getting the love he deserves, I tell you. Uh, Sidebar, I actually went and played um, Tingle's Balloon Trip of Love. So if you think... That rosy rupee land is weird. You have like it's a this is a whole other level. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. that yeah. that that I have not heard of. Please Google that immediately. <laughs> and imagine Phoenix Wright meets Tingle, and you kind of have a balloon trip of love. It's it's pretty something. It's something else. I have no objections to that idea. That sounds it's actually absolutely fantastic. Ripened Tingle's balloon trip of love, which is <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Eighty-four percent liked this video game on Google users, so I think this is a recommendation that we I can mean, all get behind. That is the next play playthrough uh, that we'll post to the Discord. Yeah, I mean, we'll our community will absolutely. <laughs> there you go. I'll, I'll tell you where you can find an English version after we're done recording. It's a it's a game that everyone should experience at least once before they die. Um, okay. Okay. So to put you on the spot here, I'm yes. gonna. You, you can only pick one. What is the recipe? That was you were having the most fun. It was your favorite. It was the most rewarding to like replicate or create in real life. Okay, it's actually um, a loaded question. I know it's it's the skewers. I know that's a really like weird like one, but the skewer chapter because there's so many different skewers that you can make in Breath of the Wild. You can combine like so many different things onto skewers and then just make them. And so the skewer chapter is a choose your own adventure game. <gasps> I'm really sorry. If you ever read like those old Goosebumps books when you were a kid in the 1990s, like where you chose basically like, turn to chapter seven if you go down the left path, we wrote the entire chapter like that. And so it's like you have to start with like a sauce and then you have to start with like either like a meat or a tofu or like the vegetables and you pick out everything and you go like chapter to chapter. You can die. There's a secret page in this cookbook. You can die. Yes. A dysentery, actually. Yes. Um, Oof. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty horrible. But you can use the Ocarina of Time to go back in time and, and like, redo your, your mistake. It's a whole thing. I loved yes. writing that chapter. I loved skewers in general. Um, there's also a mushroom skewer in that chapter that's, like, it is the mushroom skewer. Like, I don't care about anything else that I've made in my entire life. That, it's, like, dillweed and mushroom, and it's it's great. It's a very simple recipe. You can make it in 10 minutes. But you have to make so many if you're going to bring them anywhere because they disappear. Oh my god! They go we're like we right. we had friends over for like a lot of the taste testing, or we would just make. So we do a thing called Happy House every Thursday, where we basically have friends over. It's a cult. It's fine. It's a cult. Basically, it's a cult. Uh, we we <laughs> join our cult. We hang out. We like play Smash Bros. We just catch up, and like a lot of us are self-employed, so we'll talk about our businesses or what we're writing or what we're working on. Mm-hmm. Um, and those things would fly out of like they would just disappear. Yeah, in, like, the five first seconds. time I made them, I was like, twelve is enough. Like, there's like only six people <laughs> coming this weekend. Like, it'll be fine. And uh, I think two people ate all of them yes oh my god yeah you were definitely one of the two who ate all of them no no we all got at least one piece i think but it was great i I feel like that'd probably be me i i've been known to uh indulge if i if i like something it's usually uh, better watch out (laughs) um okay so we've been talking about like 
real life food. But also we, you know, originally before we kind of started getting together, we had a show planned about like some recipes and stuff in Breath of the Wild. And I sent Allison on kind of a homework mission in uh, in Breath of the Wild. She is our resident Breath of the Wild expert. So I sent oh, her on, Allison, on a mission to determine her favorite dish to cook in Breath of the Wild. Um, Allison, you can take it away. Let's talk about food in-game. Uh, I know that you guys are huge Zelda fans, so let's just talk about, uh, you know, Breath of the Wild for a little bit, and we'll kind of circle back and, uh, and talk a little bit about the cookbook on the way out here. But Allison, tell us all about uh, your, your recent journeys in the game. Um, so I know you said uh, favorite food, but I feel like, as Amy said, there's several, like, so many recipes in Breath of the Wild. So I came up with a few that I definitely make almost on a regular basis when I play Breath of the Wild, especially casually. And um, you guys can tell me if you like liked making these too or if there was anything that you added to them because it sounds like you guys have more expertise in knowing what ingredients <laughs> go with what to make what. But you can let me know if uh, – give me any tips for next time I make these. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like super simple too. I, sometimes I would try to experiment and like see what makes what, but at the same time I'm like, okay, I know what this makes. So I'm just going to make it every time. Um, the hearty durian. So I find it funny that you guys actually tried to make durian. It smells like really bad it's from what horrible. I hear. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like probably one of my favorite food items in the game because it gives you like if you put five together it gives you an automatic plus 20 hearts which i think is like amazing and then i also like any of the endura um food items endura shrooms endura carrot because you could just cook one of those and it like completely replenishes your stamina plus gives you a little bit extra so not just you know using the stamina ingredients to give you a little bit of stamina however many you put together but this actually replenishes your stamina completely and gives you bonus and then any yeah. kind of speed um items i like too to make you go faster in that game um i'll like the lotus seeds the mushrooms, the swift carrots and the i think it's swift violets or something of that nature a flower but if you add like a dragon horn to that it like makes you fast for 30 minutes so those are Which my, is awesome. Yeah, that's like because you're playing, you're se playing several hours into that game, and sometimes you don't want to just be running fast for five minutes. So thirty minutes is bomb. But those are definitely like my go-to, like cooking items. Not really recipes. I just kind of throw them in the fire. But <laughs> I yeah, know yeah. the effects I get from them. Well, unfortunately, like when you actually make stuff in the game, like oh the salmon mionieri, like you wouldn't actually make that. It's not very efficient for the actual game. Right. Um, like, you would right. be better served through, like, yeah. So, like, what you've been mentioning, like, the Endura Carrot or, like, the Staminoka Bass um, is a great one. Or Bait Bass. How do you say that? It's Bass, right? Yeah, um, Bass. Allison, it, it's funny because, like, I, Amy and I kind of play video games differently, right? Like, I yes. am a super, like, power gamer type person who's like, what's the most optimal? Like, I'm playing Stardew Valley, Valley with, like, an oh. Excel spreadsheet yes. next to me. Yep. And, like, I... I try to play blind, like I try not to cheat, but I love to like optimize. It's just where I find the fun in games. And so one of the first things I do when I play a new game of Breath of the Wild is I go immediately south into the Farren grasslands, like the jungle, mm -hmm. and I find bananas and I find durians. Yes. Because from those two things, yeah. you can you can boost your attack damage through the roof and you can boost your health through the roof, and then you can just steamroll every boss in the game. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm a little more on board with Amy, where she says she likes to go and collect all the ingredients. 
experience. So, Amy, do you – my favorite place location in the entire game is Satori Mountain because you can find almost everything there. Is yeah. that a place you frequent? Yeah. Um, so I, I would, like, have my home ba- – like, I'd have, like, little pockets of just I'm going to put all of my ingredients here. Uh-huh. Um, and so I would have, like oh, – what was, like, the um, – what, what did you just mention for, like, where bananas are? Uh, the Farring Grasslands. Yes. Also, that was, like, one of my, like, hubs. Um, actually, so what, uh, the cosplay season canceled this year due to COVID, of course, but we I was going to be a Yiga clan member and carry around bananas. Like, we were going to... I know. <laughs> we had such plans. I had, like, a Femlink cosplay as well. We had, like, a whole little group. We had, like, a little Mifa. Um, yep. Our old housemate We was... had a Sidon, actually. Prince Sidon. Dude. He was incredible. <laughs> um, uh the question though oh sorry um, <laughs> carry on <laughs> i was thinking of like carrying bananas I'm, like, everywhere trying to think of like where things are like i remember like spending like an hour or something in is it hyrule field it's just like hyrule field has that lake that has the salmonoka uh, in it like so i'm just like catching fish for hours and i would like teleport to my base and like dump all my stuff and then continue like i i think it was i think i remember you leaving a lot of stuff um, or finding a lot of stuff near Lake Hylia and then also just leaving a bunch of stuff in your house, yes. which was yeah. very amusing. So I didn't know um, I didn't know you could do yeah. that. You can like dump your stuff and it'll still be there when you come back to it. I yeah. I, I think so, yes. Because I remember you, maybe you were just organizing your inventory when I was watching you, but I remember a bunch of stuff. Because like I had too class. much stuff in my inventory, um, even as you, yeah. Oh, goodness, uh, I didn't know. I it was just, like, full. That you, you just got tired that. of sorting through it all. You were just like, I'm done with this. Through time to throw it away, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I my, personally, like I said, my hub is Satori Mountain because there are pockets um, all over that mountain. I call it Plethora Mountain because there's little pockets where it has, like, huh. there's Cute. this mushroom grove. I call it the mushroom grove. It has all the mushrooms there. There's the herb garden that's below the apple orchard um there's like durian trees like five durian trees in there around a little pond so that's my hub that i go and i just uh freaking man like i I feel like i like misplaced my hub like i i did not know this (laughs) well now you know i'm so (laughs) upset it's fantastic don't don't be upset because almost all of what allison like talks about in breath of the wild goes over my head i'm i'm like an average breath of the wild player but she's like actually probably the one of the best Breath of the Wild players I know, which is, Allison, this is the only time I'm going to give you a shout out like that on the show, so I hope you enjoy <laughs> okay. it. I'm going to remember it for the rest of my life, just this moment. Al- what Allison, are you like, <laughs> are you are you one of those people on the Reddit uploading those gifts where they're like firing an arrow in the air, surfing on their shield? No, like, like... <laughs> I mean, I'm not that good. I would say I'm like a good average player, but I like, I can't do some of the, the trick stunts and stuff that they do. I'm just not. I'm not a glitchy type person that can pull those off, but I like kudos to those kind of people because some of those are just look insane and so cool, and I don't know how the heck they come up with those. I am continually astounded in Breath of the Wild finding you find new mechanics every time you play that game. Oh, like yeah. I remember the yes. first time I like used the magnet to drop a box on someone and kill them. Well, like I didn't really realize oh, yeah. for the longest time how to sneak and catch bugs. Like I just thought catching bugs was like this horrible. Just like, run at them until you it catch took me them. So long. <laughs> Yeah, oh, God. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, what is your guys' favorite Breath of the Wild recipe side quest? Ooh. Okay, I love Coco. So oh, yeah, Coco. I love Coco. And Coco is like a little burgeoning chef. Um, 
and she has did she have like three different quests i think because like yeah, you do i one, think there was three then, or four yeah. yeah um and she does i think she does like an apple pie and then she does some sort of rice based thing um i like have a hard time remembering right now but I thought she was so cute, and she was like liter- just literally a little like experimenting chef, and she would go and like make you find ingredients and bring them back to her. Um, I thought she was adorable. I don't know what my favorite recipe quest was, but my favorite side quest overall was definitely that like deserted island where you lose all your things. <laughs> oh then, yeah, yeah. Evertide. I loved that. That was so much fun. Just suddenly, like, especially if you find it late game and you've kind of become accustomed to, like, your fully upgraded barbarian armor and you're just this machine who has all this stuff. And then you show up and it's, like, time to fight with sticks again. And it's great. Like, I love that sort of anti-power creep when they put it into games where they kind of strip away what you've been using and then forces you to think on your feet and kind of re-fall in love with the game, re-fall in love with the mechanics. Um, I also really like, I was just remembering... uh, uh, you go, somebody tells you to go find the cake from the castle, like the cake right. recipe yeah, or I was, something. I was just about to bring and that up, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I don't know if that's like an official, Allison, that's not like an official side quest, I right? But like somebody does tell you to go to the castle. He, there's it's a official man, in my heart. Yeah, he tells you, he's at a stable and he tells you to find something like fancy from the castle, from the library, right. I think. And you find yeah, what it's Zelda's like, it's fruit, like a fruit cake, cake or, something. or something like that. Well, you can yeah, bring yeah. him fruit cake, or you can bring him like monster cake. Oh, okay. Um, and, like, yeah. There's like a, a piece in the in the library where it, like insinuates that like monster cake was the High Chancellor's favorite cake. Right. Oh, like, okay. He's actually evil, uh, and I really enjoyed that. That's um, awesome. I, I always like really loved like I mean just going into Hyrule Castle itself is like really uh, awesome, but like. Just seeing like the old library and stuff, and like sneaking in to get the recipes. That that one always like really stuck out to me, um, and I just thought it was like really cool. I mean, mostly just because you like you're seeing this derelict castle, but also just because it was like I was like, okay, well now I finally have like kind of a, a purpose for sneaking in and getting this recipe. Um, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. That one always stuck out to me as as a favorite of mine. But it's weird because it's not actually an official side quest, which I always thought that it was. Yeah, I don't think it, no, I don't think it's like in. It's not like a typical side quest. It's just like something yeah, you can do. You can do. Okay. The, the game is overflowing with cool stuff like that. I actually like. I know some people have uh, been a little bit like the shrines are very controversial because people are like, oh well, like a lot of them are just go in, figure out a mechanic, and figure something out. It's not quite as adaptive as something like Ocarina of Time was, where it's like you have to ride this chicken, like you have to collect the chickens. Now you have to like fight off aliens on this girl's farm at midnight on the second day. That was Majora's Mask. Like, like a lo- there was a lot, a little bit more experimentation, but what is in the overworld is actually really quite good. Um, I also really loved the town you kind of helped grow from nothing to like, oh, Terry a town. real town. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep. Um, that was very reminiscent. And apparently the inspiration was actually a, a great game called Dark Cloud 2. Um, If you've never heard of it, it's a very interesting game where you basically have to rebuild the future after people have destroyed, like, the previous future by going back in time. And it's really fascinating because you have to, like, help, you have to build, basically build a town from the ground up. It was, like, this PS2 era game. And you have to, like, help them and get supplies and build things. It's a really fascinating RPG from a very weird time in gaming. But it was so funny to see it referenced in this game where I'm like, they remember. (laughs) Huh. I didn't know that it was referencing something. Yep. Yep. It's, it's actually funny that you mentioned Dark Cloud 2 because I'm like 90% sure I have that game sitting upstairs in my PS2 shelf and I've had it there for like forever. But I, it's one of those ones that I just picked up for like five bucks and I never got around to playing it. it but it's it, sitting upstairs. It's very Japanese, but it's quite good. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that it's I've heard that it's quite good. Um, OK, Allison. Yes. I know that you were you know, you were making some recipes uh, last night. I want to hear 
about your adventures and how this all how this all came together and most importantly if you if you made uh, dubious food or not walk <laughs> us through it okay i well i mostly wanted to like speak as a customer of like um this business that you guys have going on and receiving the book and all the things that i felt in this process um just as like one of your consumers so first of all I thought the shipping and the packaging and how I got the book, I have the the master edition. Um, and so how I got the book was just so, it just felt so personal. And it's like, it wasn't like something I got from Amazon where they just put it in a box and I just pull the, the you know, the bubbles out and I'm like, okay, here's my item. It was like wrapped in paper and um, with like tied with like string, t- like twine string and um there was a stamp like uh amy's stamp on it and it was just so personal and cute there's like there's even a certificate or letter that comes with it and that's telling you like it's dangerous to cook alone take this and (laughs) i just loved (laughs) it and i so all the things that amy discussed at the beginning with how the master edition looks like the gold gilded pages the faux leather like binding the little ribbon uh, by the way, the ribbon bookmarks are red, blue, and green. So that's, yeah. like, that's just awesome. <laughs> and just, uh, you know, like some fancy little Triforce little nod there. So I really like it. I think it's beautiful. I personally got it for both reasons, which was as a collection because I have most of the, the majority of the Zelda books and I like the way they look on my shelf. But also just to try some cooking with some recipes of something that I love so much and like hand something to my family and be like yeah that's a zelda recipe because they all get really annoyed when i talk about zelda all the time so <laughs> same um i also that's really why you like... have us allison <laughs> <laughs> i also really like that page you guys talked about with um who you worked with with the Brittany. silent um the silent princess on it and that you guys signed yeah. it and i thought that was really cool there's also a couple little fairies on there it's very yes. pretty and then I the agree. way the rest of the book is formatted and how it looks the font the like uh border around the recipes it's just so it looks and feels so like you're not gonna find a cookbook like this anywhere else so i personally love it and i think that it's like such a fantastic product if anybody's sitting on the fence between the standard and the master editions i just think go for the master edition like just just put the money down and get it i think thank you so much when you first started talking, I was like, oh, God, did she hate the packaging? No, I thought it was <laughs> great. Was it okay? You know, oh like I said, You're I was so sweet. You're so kind. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, no problem. Nice I just I thank you guys for putting in the work and like the research and, you know, years of going through this project, this project to give us something like this. Like I said, this is not something that I'm going to find anywhere else. So and then, um, oh, what was I going to say that? Uh, when I when I was looking through the recipes to try and find something to make, I was like, "Oh man, I'm not. I like I could barely not burn top ramen. So let's <laughs> let's find something <laughs> a little more in my league for my first recipe." So I went to the desserts because my sister was making dinner last night, mm. and I chose the hot buttered apples because it was something that I see. It's like one of the first things you kind of see in Breath of the Wild, like hear about. Yeah, the old man tells mm-hmm. you, "Hey, you can cook this with butter, and it will give you hot buttered apples or whatever." And I always thought it looked yeah. super bomb and good. So I was like, yeah, let's make this. And it's basically like, I didn't get dubious food, thank God. But <laughs> <laughs> but it's basically like apple pie, but without the pie part. And yeah. I personally added, I know it says to use like coconut whipped cream, but for my family, we just like, we just like ice cream. So we added vanilla bean yes. ice cream on Perfect. top. Perfect. Yes. And it was so good. Oh my gosh. It was like, it wasn't like too sweet, which... 
um, would have been like a, a problem for me because I like I like sweet things, but once like cake, I don't really care for cake that much because it gets too sweet. So I was like, oh, this is so bomb. And, and like you said earlier, Amy, it like filled the house with such a like apple, mm. apple pie smell. And I have to ask, did you use Honeycrisp apples? I did. Oh, yes, honey. I made sure Good that job. I got those apples. Yes. Because otherwise it will be too sweet. You have to have the Honeycrisp apples. Or tart. Um, like I was thinking the green apples would probably make it really tart and kind of weird. Yes. I, I, I'm i like an apple connoisseur. I like really, really like apples. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and Honeycrisp apples are the best. Yes. So we're we're apple snobs. I'm going to be I'm gonna be straight up with you. Like <laughs> That's we, awesome. We are political partisans when it comes to Honeycrisp apples. Like I, Organic Honeycrisp apples, like I swear to God, they taste better. I don't, I don't mean to what. bring up religion on the podcast, but Honeycrisp. <laughs> Some apples is do it for me oh my god <laughs> well to be fair we uh, i live in washington so we're a pretty heavy apple state so um yeah we have uh, so many orchards out here for apples so yes i made sure i got good apples um and i think the last thing i wanted to mention about the cookbook that i really appreciate is my sister is celiac so she can't have any gluten and the majority of these recipes have gluten-free options or are gluten-free already so I was showing my sister and she was like, she was like dancing. We do this kind of like dancing when we're really excited. And she's like dancing. And like, she's like, you can make me things because they're gluten-free. <laughs> so well, that's why I did it. It's so easy to just not include flour in yeah. so many things. Mm-hmm. Like I think people just get this idea like, oh no, this is how it's normally made. But really like you can just skip the one tablespoon of wheat. Like there's, there are other ways to make recipes that don't make it difficult for like a like a large like a growing community of like gluten-free individuals um yeah 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 I'm so glad yes Tell your sister that I like her okay <laughs> so yeah that was my very first experience cooking with it and overall how happy I am as like a, you know a fan of Zelda getting something this cool I say go for it if if not mm-hmm. the master edition definitely at least get the standard Thank you. There you go. There you go. Thank well, you so Allison, much. you're gonna you're gonna have to keep on leveling up until you get to uh, the master chapter. Right. There. <laughs> we'll see. I expect to see some pictures of your journey. Yes, along for the sure. Way. I will definitely be posting yes. my my hot buttered apple picture in your guys' Discord later. I just yes, remember. please do. Thank you. Um, all right. So we kind of we kind of tease it earlier, but uh, I, I know that you guys have another project in the works. Can you can you tell us anything a little bit about what's uh, what's coming next? <laughs> so after a very long break, give me a break. Like we have we we have been working on this for a very long time. Right, we're yes. actually about to hit the anniversary of when the Kickstarter ended, um, which was August fifteenth last year. Oh wow. Um, I know, I know. It's been it's been at once a very short amount of time and at once a very long amount of time. Um, but we are working on a drink book. Um, yes. 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 And now we're is, talking. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, we will have alcoholic and non-alcoholic versions yes. of most of them. All right. Um, It'll be- we included an, a chapter in the master edition. I think it's in this. It's in. It's in both. It's in, it's we in have both. some prototypes, um, but it's the... <laughs> called uh, the Introduction to Hylian Alchemy and Bartending. Wow! Um, and so the the full book would be um, the unofficial guide to Hyrulean Alchemy and Bartending. Yes, something, um, something like that. Something we've like we've that. been that debating it. Might it. Be too, too large of a title. <laughs> I am not sure. Um, but it's meant to be kind of an accompanied. Um, yes. book for the cookbook but give me give me a break it'll right. also be much shorter don't worry <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, I, I love tea 
Um, and I love like iced tea, hot tea, tea blends, all sorts of loose leaf stuff. And I've been experimenting a lot. And because I'm a Zelda fan, I, I enjoy making themed like for each region, for each race, for various like, yeah. So um, just expect a lot of tea, uh, perhaps a tea chapter. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we'll have we'll have like all the all the potions and things. So we included a lot of potions in this in this version as well. Um, anything that we missed, anything that we have like like later been inspired by, will be in this in this additional. And one, but... you know who knows what happens when Breath of the Wild two comes out. You oh, might gosh. have some. Oh goodness! <laughs> oh god! Might have some new drinks to put in there. Yeah. Yes, you may have yeah, some new I recipes. Was, <laughs> I was I was pretty excited when I saw the. Uh, the uh the alcohol cookbook i not alcohol cookbook but in my mind i was just like sweet i'm gonna cook alcohol now but, uh, <laughs> i was just like you know this could uh, this could be something that maybe is uh, served at uh, i'm getting married next year i'm like this could Ooh. be something that uh, i could see at a table as uh, some some alcoholic red Ooh. potions or something like that That's so awesome. i was pretty fired up when i saw that your oh, fans are gonna your fans are gonna find me they're gonna be like you ruined andy's <laughs> life now he's got a zelda themed <laughs> drinking problem <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Better, better than a regular drinking problem, Right? Yeah. Very this true. Is, Much cooler. Yeah, this is cool. <laughs> um, well, there all right, are some and, really uh, pretty... Oh, sorry. Uh, there are no, some no, really no, pretty ahead. potions and things in there, too. So, like, yes. some, like, pink and purple gradient stuff. I have a... Uh, um, if you've ever had, like, butter butterfly pea tea? Yeah, the mm-hmm. purple um, tea. If you freeze them... Yeah, well, yes. it changes colors. Yeah. So, if you freeze it in an ice cube and then you put it into something acidic, um, it, like, makes this galaxy beautiful. It's it's great. And so, we've got potions like that, which would be perfect Ooh, for I'm weddings. excited I'm just for that, saying. actually. I also really like mm-hmm. tea, so I'm yes. down for that. Andy, what, uh, do you if think you... that... Uh... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, Andy, if you need any, uh, you need any chef cooking at your wedding, give us a call. No, no, no. And <laughs> <laughs> he's like, stop it. I'm no, hold, I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah. <laughs> careful, careful what you say. Um, all right. So when, when roughly is this is this uh, coming down the pipe? Obviously, you guys are you know wrapping up your your first book here. You're probably going to take some much much deserved time off. Uh, when can we kind of maybe expect to see some more updates from you guys? I, I wanted to do it next summer so it would be uh like the kickstarter would be next summer and then um hopefully having that in hand by christmas because mm-hmm. this this time it, it did not happen by christmas it happened by like may of the next year because i was new and thought timelines were more firm with yes. manufacturing we and learned, what they ended up being. We learned a lot about <laughs> kind of running a business and like meeting your manufacturer and working out all the kinks and doing design work. And it was it was a lot. Yes. Um, I think tennatively we'll plan to have another For Kickstarter next, next summer. summer. or something. But if that doesn't happen, it'll it'll happen eventually. Uh, and we'll, we'll keep the Discord updated and stuff as we go along. Anybody who wants to join the Discord, the link is just on my website. So um, yes, um, and that's that is available. amywoodworks.com, which is A-I-M-E-E-W-O-O-D, uh, works, W-R-K-S, dot com. Yeah. Um, and and, then, or if you just Google unofficial Zelda cookbook, you'll, you'll probably get to my website. I actually think for, we come up... For with, anyone listening, too, we'll, we'll throw yeah. the link in there. And you yeah, will, that would be wonderful. When you go to this Discord, there is recipes in this Discord. <laughs> There's a channel for almost every single one, so you're going yeah. to find something for you in here. I guarantee it. I think we have like 250 channels in that Discord. It's a big Discord. I'm really sorry. <laughs> it is really big. And, and like one of the things, I mean, we talked about it earlier when we talked about the different recipes, uh, the different like 
additions. So we obviously have the fancy edition, which is like expensive but really nice. Yeah. But we also have like a really cheap digital edition. Like ultimately, yeah, the and then, digital like, edition is only ten dollars. If you just want to pick it up and, and see what the fuss is about. And if you really want a recipe, just message me. I'll give yeah, it to you. Very like true. like I just want people to cook and have fun and get to like yeah. experience a love of Zelda and a love of cooking at the same time. Like. Just message us. I'm happy to give that to you. We want to make the world a bit of a merrier place, and I think that we can do that with Zelda. And oh, I love that. Please tell there me that's from Thorin. <laughs> yeah, yes. there's uh, there's almost no better way we can sign off the show uh, than that. Uh, you guys, thank you for coming on and, and chatting about the book and chatting about Zelda and chatting about food with yes. us. Uh, I had of a lot course. of fun. Thank you so much for having us both. You guys are wonderful. I'm suddenly very hungry. I know. So. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Yeah. I think everybody listening to this show probably is. Um, but yeah, no, that's awesome. Uh, you guys listening can go and check them out over at uh, amywoodworks.com. We'll have a link in the description of the show. You can go and, uh, you know, check out and see what all the fuss is about. Uh, look at some of those pictures and tell me that you don't want to cook that food. And um, yeah, Head on over, join the Discord, and are you guys over on Twitter? Uh, uh, I'm not. I'm a horrible social media we user. We are really bad at social media, but we are. On, <laughs> so we are not on Twitter. We are on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Discord, and yeah, that's all just Amy Woodworks. Yeah. Yes, if you Google Amy Woodworks, you'll find us, and we'll, we'll have all the links. But just the links come there. to my Discord instead. <laughs> yeah, dis- Discord's the only one. I'm so sorry. Discord is away. All right. Yeah. Well, head on over to that Discord and, and check it out. Uh, you might, you know, you can say hi to Allison and I there too. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for us. Thanks again, guys, for uh, for stopping by. And Allison, thank you for sharing your cooking adventures with us today. I, yeah, I'm excited to have more. Very brave of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to get out of here, guys. But thank you for listening. Um, of course, we want you to check the Champions Cast out over on Podbean, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast. Like and subscribe. Tell a Zelda fan in your life where they can get their Zelda fix. Uh, check us out over on Twitter. I am at Spateri316. Allison is at Allison Aletha. And we are out of here. Uh, we'll be back. You know what? I won't be back next week. I'll see you guys in two weeks. But uh, Allison has the reins next week. So we'll see if there's still a podcast left in two weeks. Until then, we'll see you guys then. Bye.